is episode 12. 12. Of, okay. <laughs> insert super pun here, where we talk about Marvel movies. Currently, we're making our way chronologically. Yes. I almost said geographically. <laughs> yes, geographically. That would be a very interesting. <laughs> that would, but yeah, I would concept. have to really look at it. And I know that would require a would lot of space research. Space be last? I don't know. It depends on what you mean by geographically. Yeah, I, I don't Do you hard. start with space? <laughs> Anyway, so oh, we're making our way, I know, right, chronologically <laughs> through the Marvel, the main Marvel cinematic All universe. All the phases movies. Yeah. of the Marvel movies. The plan was to make it to Infinity War. Uh, which, we did not meet that, um, and we did watch Infinity War. So, um, we're not going to give any Infinity War spoilers. No. Until we do the Until Infinity, we actually do, do the Infinity episode. War. Yeah. But so you t- probably have a couple more weeks to see it. But it's just everything is different now. Yeah, I mean it is, and I don't think anybody thought it wouldn't be. But yeah, it's just it's. I don't know. It's good. We're gonna watch Civil War tonight. Yeah, and that's gonna be the first movie we watch post Infinity War, which is gonna be rough. It's gonna be weird. I feel like I need to watch Black Panther again. Soon. Yeah, a couple more. <sighs> Gotta get through this. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Civil War. Nope. No, Ant-Man. No, Ant-Man. See, you got so me all messed we're up. We're in the last movie of Phase 2. Yes. And it's Ant-Man, which, just like Guardians of the Galaxy, had no right to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. And was a phenomenal movie. <laughs> uh, it holds up. It's, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, so, this movie came out in 2015. Um, we are looking at... Peyton Reed is the director. Wow, I know. God. Is that you think that's feels a like long, a long time ago? Uh, I feel like it's I mean because I'm looking at it like it was. I'm trying to see when it actually debuted. It was June of 2015. Yeah, just so it's been less than three years. Yeah, but I don't know. That, I don't know. It feels like a long time. So, the screenplay, written by Edgar Wright, Joe Cornish, Adam McKay, and Paul Rudd. Okay. Um, well, they had all that drama before it was released, because Edgar Wright was also directing, and then he got fired from directing, but they kept his, most of his script. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Do you want to talk about that? Well, I think... so. What I, I didn't know that. Yeah, what I heard through the grapevine, you know, all those Hollywood parties I go to... Um, was, well, we all know that Kevin Feige has had a grand plan. Their whole plan was to get to where they got to in Infinity War. Uh-huh. And what it was, what everyone always said is that they gave their directors and writers leeway, except for certain things that they need to do. Yeah. So they had certain directions they wanted like to go in. Like, we talked about that a like little bit in, in with... Age of the, Yes. So, like, that whole... Scene with Thor and Thor the, being in the water and stuff. Besides the fact that somebody had to be shirtless. Well, right. But that... <laughs> oh, yeah. But <laughs> that really didn't fit. And Josh, we didn't actually didn't like it. I like how you call him Josh. I know. Joss. <laughs> Joss. Joss. Whatever. <laughs> we didn't, didn't like it. Yeah. And he actually fought them on it, and, they, and Kevin Feige said, no, it's happening, or you're out. Yeah. So I heard there was something, I don't know exactly what it was, mm-hmm. that everybody wanted, or that Kevin Feige wanted, and they just had a falling out. Uh, but they kept most of his script, that's why he has a uh, script credit yeah. to it. But it was one of those things where it worried me, 
when I heard all that was happening, mm-hmm. um, because first of all, it was Ant Man, right? So how good could it actually be? Um, and then the and then all that director fallout, but yeah, it turned out to go really well. Well, and the funny thing is, after it came out, I didn't really hear much about it anymore. Like, yeah. No one really got details to say why. Yeah, I didn't really see anything. But there. also, doesn't. Isn't Edgar right? Doesn't he sometimes have those issues? I thought he was supposed to do Flash as well, the new Flash movie, and then he was fired off that. I don't know. Maybe he wanted Paul Rudd just to drive a car listening to an iPod the whole time. Did he do Baby Driver? Yeah, I thought so. Could be wrong. Um, Nope, Baby Driver. Um, A horrible movie. Not what I want. Just wasn't really, I mean, I've heard I, people defend it, but I, know, I just don't but I get it. I expected a lot. I don't know why. And I was really, really excited about it. Oh, he used to date Anna Kendrick. Oh. Oh. Oh, I like him. Unless um, he broke up with her. Then fuck him. The couple split, so now I'll never know. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask her during, okay. during my Halloween Yeah, parties. when you guys... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Anna. Let's get oh, back wait, to the crop in the, right We're like... Now. Where we only discuss Edgar Wright right, and his problems. <laughs> and how we broke Anna Kendrick's heart. How do you solve a problem like Edgar Wright? <laughs> oh my god. That is the best name of a podcast. And then we can go through all of his stuff. Okay. <laughs> Trademark. Parker Allison. Got TM. it. TM. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got so excited. Oh, I know. It's like that. you had discovered oil or something. Struck oil. Yes. Like the <laughs> <laughs> you're like, really, I know how it works. They got really excited that they moved to California. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. Nice just that. to start a podcast. <laughs> you could do from anywhere. Oh, we're God. off the rails. I think so a little bit. <laughs> um, it's just us becoming more comfortable in our <laughs> podcast universe. Um, I think it's also because um, I didn't have a lot of notes about Ant-Man because I was too busy watching it. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's a good movie. Yeah. So basically, what Ant-Man does um, is, I think this is important to talk about, it starts off in the past. In the 80s? It's, yeah, I think it's, it's the I think it's the early 80s and you see um, S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters being yep, built, which we have already seen destroyed. Right. Yes. So, in so in you, Winter Soldier. And so you see Wait. the founding members of S.H.I.E.L.D. So you see the you see the Peggy Carter, oh, old, older, older Peggy, Peggy Carter, Carter still looks cute. like a babe. She looks great. Um, Tony Stark, Mm-mm. and by Tony Stark I mean Howard Stark. Mm-hmm. You see Howard Stark. Um, you see some other guy. I don't remember his name. He was the senator. Nope. No, he wasn't. He a was senator? the pastor in Saint. <laughs> I was like, he's not a pastor <laughs> in Saint. But I, he has a, he's, he's a, he actually has been in a lot of things. I want to call him Tad Hamilton, but I know that's not his name. <laughs> that's Josh I Duel. know. I know. Oh, no. That's him, his character in one of Tad God. Hamilton, which I've been wanting, I've been jonesing about watching lately. Oh, jeez. <laughs> We're really, but you know what? I think Ant-Man's the perfect movie to go off the rails on. Um, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know his name in real life or the movie. What are you doing? I'm trying to look at the plot. Oh, I'm trying to find out who this guy is. Right. To find out who he is. Uh, 
I know this is I know his name. They're, they're watching us. I mean, they're listening to us Google. His name is Martin Donovan. He was Mitchell Carson. He was just a businessman, a scientist. He was a scientist. Really? Yeah, because later on in the movie, he's a, he's like buying, he's helping the bad guy. It just says he's a former member of S.H.I.E.L.D. who works for Hydra and looks to purchase the Yellow Jacket technology. Okay. I thought he was like a scientist, though, too. But they don't really talk. I just thought he was a scientist, too, because most people who work in S.H.I.E.L.D. are scientists or agents. But yeah, so he's a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. At, in, when we see him, he's a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. You okay? Um, no, I'm just seeing something where it says Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan make uncredited appearances during the post credit scene. But I don't even remember one post credit scene in it. There's two. There's the we end, did, end. Did we see that? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is why I don't look at things well. Okay. So anyway, this is where... Anyway, we... so we start in the 80s, and the reason I... We're not going to go point by point. No. But the reason I say we start in the 80s is we see Peggy Carter. Yeah. We see Howard Stark. We see... Mitchell. Mitchell. Something. something. He wasn't really that important. <laughs> no. And then... We'll just call him Mitchell. And then Mitch. we see Hank Pym, mm-hmm. who is played by Michael A Douglas. CGI'd Mike, well, Michael Douglas. And this is when they first Did you start... Mike Douglas? I said Michael Douglas. Oh, okay. They... He's not a Mike. No, he's not. Right? No. He's, he's not. a Michael. He's not. A, he's a Mike. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Um, but is this the first time we see them de-age somebody? Because I know no, in, no, no. Because I know in Civil War we see a de-aged. Um, no, because they already Stark. they already. Oh, that's the one where they yeah, Civil War. Hmm. So I thought this was because I remember when they did this, everybody was like, "Oh my god, it looks so real. He looks so good." Mm-hmm. So I thought this was the first time they started the aging people, and then after that, they're like every movie we can a, do it. A shirtless Chris, yeah, and a de-aged, yeah, old actor. Doesn't matter which Chris. Apparently, <laughs> it doesn't. Really doesn't. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so we see a de-aged Michael Douglas, yeah, um, as Hank Pym, and so <laughs> I just like the term de-aged. de-aged. I don't think that's the correct term, no, but I but like it. I like it. So it's gonna be the yeah. TM. Yeah. Um, so, Hank Pym in the comics was the original Ant-Man. Okay. He wasn't as old as Michael Douglas. Not like, yeah. you know, they had Hank Pym. Well, in, in this flashback, it's not him as Ant-Man. Like, he's not doing Ant-Man stuff then. He had been doing it. Well, right. Yeah. Well, he's older now. But I'm right. saying, Hank Pym in the now. Yes. Was, there was Hank Pym and Scott Lane. Yeah. Paul Rudd plays. So they were two Ant-Mans. Um, but Hank Pym as Ant-Man was, um, it's actually kind of funny. Is they he the original Ant-Man? Yes, okay. the original Ant-Man. But what they did in the comics, well not the comics, the Ultimate Universe, which was like the more gritty okay. version of the comics. The 90s? Um, no. Oh. The 2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they, um, the Ultimate Universe, I don't know if it was in the original universe too, he was an abuser. Hank Pym? Yeah, he he beat uh, Janet. Um, that's that's rough. Yeah, and then Captain America beat the shit out of him. I see it. Yeah, but all that being said, is Michael Douglas was not an abuser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, I mean, in the movie, I don't yeah, know we don't know. I mean, again, I'm not allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're still on the first two minutes of the movie. So basically, we see all the Shield people. Um, Mitchell. Yeah, and, and Hank Pym has, like, 
He's got he's this. Re- he's saying he's leaving. Yeah. Well, he's got this. He's got this pin particle. Mm-hmm. So, so he's created the ability to shrink down to the right. size of an ant man. Which in the comic, the the pin particle, the pin particle, yeah, is what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. And they reference that here in the movie, and uh, and apparently he was afraid that it was going to be used as a weapon, so right. he hit it. And this Mitchell guy has Wants been it. looking for it. Right. And so, so there's a falling out there. Right. And he's like, he's done with shield and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, then, oh, and then Howard Stark says a funny line, because Mitchell gets punched yeah. by Hank, and and Mitchell's like, why don't you do something? And I think Howard Stark says something like, what, do you want him to shrink and stop your heart? Or something like he talked about how he's not going to mess with Hank Pym, because Hank yeah. Pym could hurt him right. by getting really small. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I think we flash forward and it's, um, it's Paul Rudd, our first view of Paul Rudd and he's in prison Mm -hmm. and he's getting beat up. Well, I guess it's like a going away. away. So basically we see, we see Scott Lane. We know he's leaving prison. Yeah. Uh, he gets picked up by his friend. Yeah. Um, Michael. Michael Pena. Pena, who plays, what's his name? Hector? No, I I don't know why I want to say. Louise? Louise. Why did I want to say Hector? I don't know. Oh, Ooh. I know why. Because you you feel like that was racist. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. Oh, I don't know. His name sounds nothing like Hector. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't mean it was racist. Okay, so Luis, um, and so I think I think now is a really good time because this is a really funny scene, and. It's just because, first of all, Paul Rudd, I feel like, is one of the funniest actors ever. Mm-hmm. I love him in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michael Pena is, he's hilarious in this in movie. This movie yes. Yeah. But I've seen him in serious things. Oh, yeah. Like um, that uh, cop movie with uh, with uh, Gyllenhaal, not Maggie. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. And Watch. Yes. yes. Um, he was also in some other stuff. Yes. I don't want to. Was it Codebreakers that he was in? I don't even know what Codebreakers is. Code, you don't know what Codebreakers is? No. Wait. Wind Talk. Wait. End of Watch, The Martian, Fury. Crash, American Hustle. Million Dollar Baby, Gangster Squad, The Vatican Tapes. Chips, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> 30 Minutes or Less. Uh, I never watched that. He's also in Observe and Report. Tower Heist. Jeez. The World Trade Center movie. The Lincoln Lawyer. Turbo. Babel. No. <laughs> Shut up. Wrinkle in Time. Was he in Wrinkle in Time? He was? I don't even remember him during the whole time. Who was he? I don't know. The My Little Pony movie? <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? No. All right, let's move on. I don't know if we this should be doing like this today. So terrible. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. You have your work cut out for you. You edit this. I know, I'm going to edit the shit out of this. Okay. All right, so we meet Scott Lang. And he gets picked up by his friend, Luis. So, the thing that's really annoying me is that I really like this movie, but I kind of don't want to talk about it. Like, the specifics of it. Like, it's just a really funny... So, okay. 
So it's, uh, <laughs> let me just interrupt you. Okay. Um, so I think this movie fits in perfectly. You know what? I'm going to assume everyone who's listening to this saw the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, if you haven't, fuck you. Right. It's a great movie. Yeah. So this movie fits into that whole category that we were talking about before, about now how, especially in Phase 2, that the Marvel movies are turning into their own genre movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just a good caper movie. Yeah. This is a heist movie. Right. You know, Scott Lane is a criminal. Mm-hmm. He, You know, Michael Douglas, Hank Pym, wants him to become Ant-Man, has been watching him for a while. Right. Needs his help to get his Pym particle information away from, I want to say Darren Chris Cross. Right. I want to say Darren Chris, Chris Cross. From, from, from Glee. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so Darren Cross is Hank Pym's like protege who basically got him kicked out of his own company. Right. And while he doesn't have the Pym particle, he's, he's close Creating, to figuring, figuring it out. Figuring it out. Like, so he wants to get, so Hank Pym wants to, Hank Pym and his daughter, Janet. No. No, his wife's name is Janet. What's his daughter's name? Kim. <laughs> I don't think it was Kim. It's not Kim. It's, um, Kate. no, it's, uh, shit. Hope. Oh, God. I was nowhere close on that. No. So, um, so Hank and his daughter Hope, you know, kind of recruit Scott to basically go in, become Ant-Man, and take the, mm-hmm. um, information. But the whole movie literally is a caper movie. It's all yeah. about a heist. It's all about the team. Um, and it's just really good. Yeah. Like, it's a really good heist movie. Like, like again, like He's got his Guardians was quote. a really good sci-fi comedy movie. Like, they're just, they're gy- they're gyrating. They're genre <laughs> I meant to say they're genre Well, that's movies. not a word, so no, that's why you No, but that's what they're up. doing. Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like this movie really shows that. Yeah. You know how all almost all the movies in Phase 2 mm-hmm. were, except for, well, no, Asia Ultron was a genre movie. It was a superhero <laughs> yeah. movie, honestly. Yeah. So we're all genre movies. So this is just a really, really good heist movie. Yeah. And I think there's, like, there's some interesting, like, character development because you have this character, Scott Lang, who <laughs> was, oh, he does not like Scott Lang. He does not like Scott Lang. It's Paul Rudd, Dick. Stop being Anyway, um, so he he started out like not being a criminal, like right. and and so he he it was like white collar crime because the company he was working which for, which is the only good kind of right. Um, it was he was like Robin Hood basically. He stole from his company because they were basically treating his uh, treating I don't know. Yeah, they were, like, stealing from him. I don't know, something. But anyway, so then from there, you know, he basically isn't able to hold down a job. Mm -hmm. You know, his his wife won't really let him see... His his ex-wife won't let him see their kid. Their daughter, Cassie. She's okay. Well, which is important to know, because in phase four, Cassie's going to be an adult, an older kid. And Cassie in the comics... How is she going to be an adult? Not an adult, an older child. But Cassie in the comics, when she's a teenager, she's part of the Young Avengers. Okay. And she um, grows. She takes... She takes... The <laughs> she grows? Tell me <laughs> more! Grows like... I don't want to give away what he does in Civil War. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you meant, this, like, no, she, yeah, grows, she grows up. Into a very fabulous woman. 
Um, no, she like she she becomes a superhero okay. in the other Avengers. All right, and so they've already cast an older mm-hmm. cast. And so basically, you see Scott try to try to get a job mm-hmm. and try to you know be the person that he needs to he be, needs to be so he can see mm-hmm. his daughter. Um, and you know we see him working at Baskin Robbins <laughs> like so you funny. do. But unfortunately, he lied in his application about being a convicted felon. And as we all know, Baskin and Robbins is going to find out. Right. <laughs> well, that's what... There's so many like, little, so like, randomly funny things uh, in this movie. Um, and so, so he ends up, you know, he needs money. Mm-hmm. He needs to be able to pay child support so that he can see his daughter. And so the easiest thing for him to do is to crime. Is to crime. Yes. yes. Is to, um, I don't know, do, do, this, do this crime thing. Uh-huh. And so Luis knows of a job, and T.I. and the Russian guy um, right. are like in the, what is it? Not a gang. What would you call it? Crime syndicate? <laughs> no. That's like a lot, that's like a corporation. Right. Um, this is more like a, God, what do you fucking call it? I don't know. What is like a group of criminals that work together? Legion of Doom? No. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. It's their team of criminals. We'll Ooh, just call it that. Criminal team. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yes. Um, so anyway, um, they end up stealing the suit. They don't know what it's about. Scott puts the suit on because why wouldn't you? Right. Um, <laughs> and then he presses the buttons. And he's <laughs> presses small. the buttons, gets small. And then there's just a lot of just, like, the movie is a lot before he actually gets to the actual heist. The movie's a lot of, like, training sessions. He gets to know Hank Pym. He gets to know Hope a little bit. Obviously, there's the love interest between him and so, Hope. So, this is one of my only issues with the okay. movie, is I don't really see the relationship between him and Hope. Really? Like, you don't I see don't, it I don't, grow? No. I mean, I see them become more friendly, but, like, I don't see any sort of, like... There's flirting on his part, because it's Paul Rudd, and he literally cannot, fl- like, not flirt. Right. But I don't really see, like, her being flirtatious with him so much. Like, it doesn't seem like... Well, she doesn't... But they don't really technically really hook up until the end. Right. And I feel like that comes out of nowhere. Oh. Okay. That's what my... Okay. Yeah, if you would shut the fuck up for half a second and listen to me... You just go after what I'm trying to say without after. even. I just. Sorry. If you would just let me finish my thought, that's that's what my point was. So at the end, they end up macking on each other. Also, the way that he holds her arm while they're kissing is weird. Oh, I don't remember that. I feel like weird. I want to like screenshot it and okay. show it to you because it's literally like. She's got her hands up on his shoulders, and he's just, like, like not very sensually holding her elbows. Just, like, like he's just got his hand. He's not even, like, grasping her. He's just got his hand like, on her elbow. Please, please don't grasp I just grasped yeah, your elbow. Hands. It was just, yeah. So, that was, like, one of the only things where I was just, like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there's some other things that happen in this I movie that. I mean, you kind of need it. For Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. You know. You don't, you, but, I mean, a man and a woman could be on a team together without hooking up. Not in 2015. <laughs> okay. 
Because, I mean, Black Widow has worked with a lot of men and has not hooked up with a single one of them. Though, she did kiss Bruce Banner. Well, and they had a lot of flirtatious Yeah, moments. but they didn't hook up. They didn't hook up. But, but also, she's worked with so many other dudes. If she was going to hook up with I'm anybody. I'm saying she has to hook up. I'm saying for a, most of the time for movies, they tend to have a love interest thing happening. And in the comics, Hank Pym and Janet were Ant-Man and the Wasp. And they had a love thing. So obviously, whoever's the new Ant-Man and whoever's the new Wasp, they're going to have obviously. love things. Wow. I just don't think it has to happen. Well, I don't think it has to happen, but I understand why they did that. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It oh just doesn't gosh. have to You're, be Who's attacking who right now? Yeah, I'm real salty today. Ooh. So there are some interesting and important things that happen in this movie okay. um, for the future, one of which is the whole shrinking thing. Like, <laughs> obviously. Yes, that is the whole movie. <laughs> well, get off your damn phone. Okay, ordering pizza, so it's here by the time we watch the other movie. Okay, never mind. That's important stuff. So, um, no, what I'm, I meant like the, um, so the regulator, they reference the regulator, so, which means it, it allows him to shrink, but then stop shrinking at some point. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he doesn't have the regulator, he's going to shrink and keep shrinking apparently for eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which happened right, to the original to Janet. Wasp. Yeah. And is, I think... Oh. One of the most horrifying thoughts right. in all just, of the MCU. Well, even just watching him yeah. shrink so small that he's always like floating into yeah. it's horrible. I know. I, I was know, like, was oh, super, I don't like science. That was super scary. What are you doing? I'm getting my wallet so I can pay for my pizza. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not like we're recording a podcast. You can keep talking. Anyway. Like, the audience doesn't have to know I laughed. Well, now they do. Okay. So anyway, um... <clears throat> this is a dent. So this is going to be important because obviously Scott does go to go subatomic as right. as they reference, um, but he is able to come back. Right. Um, so that kind of gives gives Hank. I'm assuming gives Hank the hope that eventually um, they Janet will be able to get back. Janet back, which Ooh. we all know that they do. And so she was the person who was cast. To be Janet in Ant-Man and the Lost. You know Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. Damn it. I almost said Sharon Stone for a minute. <gasps> Racist. <laughs> Not all old, old and white ladies look the same. Oh my God. I was working at the golf course yesterday and our boss told told me to go talk to the, the woman in charge. She's like, it's the uh, middle-aged blonde lady with the coiffed hair. I walk in the room. I'm like, I walk back out. I go, there's like 20 of them in there. What do you want from I me? I don't know which one is which. <laughs> they all look the same. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, oh, that's another movie we can watch. Catwoman. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna Why do we have to watch it. Catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer's not in that. No, Sharon Stone is. Oh my God, she is. Yeah. But now I want to watch Batman Returns, where Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer is Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah, I would rather go to that one than the other one. We're, we're still going to watch it. Okay. That's what the premise of this fucking podcast is. I think the premise of this podcast episode right now is just... Yeah, it's just anything but Ant-Man. <laughs> so anyway, um... <laughs> So we see that Darren Cross eventually um, 
is successful right. in shrinking living tissue. He ends up with his life, his life jacket, his yellow jacket suit. <laughs> His yellow jacket suit. Um, and it looks like he gets away for a while, but then he doesn't. Because this is one of... Well, because it's a Marvel movie and he's the bad guy. Right. For now. For um, <laughs> Which is the way things Foreshadowing. For now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole heist part of it, though, is... I mean, a lot of... Obviously, a lot of this movie is CGI'd. Right. <laughs> they didn't Wait, actually really shrink Paul Rudd. <laughs> Um, they didn't use real ants. Um, but there's a lot of insects in this movie. Um, I feel like if you have an issue with that, like this yeah, could be a tough movie to watch. Well, if you've seen uh, this Honey, is, I Shrunk no, the Kids. No, this is different. There's a lot more ants in this movie. There's a lot more, but there's still big ants in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And that was traumatizing. Yeah. Back then. Now, I'm oh, used to it. Poor auntie. Mm-hmm. You get stung by yeah. the scorpion. But I just remember, oh, then I remember going to Disney World the big ant. <laughs> Do not remember that. Ugh. Well, you didn't go with me. No, I didn't go at all. <laughs> oh, my parents loved me. We'd be for the divorce. Oh. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Lots of ants in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> for which was weird for There's Ant-Man. There's so much we're shit we're talking so about in this ants. episode. Just so you know, I'm completely completely sober but i have only been awake for like seven hours oh only seven oh does it take you a lot eight to really be up yeah (laughs) so um you know what ant-man's a good movie it is a good movie let me see i'm gonna actually look at my notes um baskin robbins always finds out right that was funny (laughs) um tell the fight with him and falcon Yes. Yes. Was really good. Yeah. Like, so they have. So Hank needs Scott to steal something from the uh, from Stark's old warehouse, which turns out to be the new Avenger facility, facility. which we saw in um, Age of Ultron. Yes. Um, and he just has. There's this great scene, fight scene with him and Falcon, with yeah. Ant Man and Falcon, and just the banter, mm-hmm. which is very Spider Man. Right. So they gave him very Spider-Man-like banter, just like talking yeah. the entire time he's fighting, cracking jokes. But then also this is important because Scott has gone through a lot of training and we see him, I mean, a B-level Avenger, he's able to right. best. Well, right. I mean, oh God. Oof. Sorry, Falcon. Right? B-level he's Avenger. a B-level Avenger. It's not like he fought Captain America. Well, thank you for your service, Falcon, who's also in the army. <laughs> he was. Yeah, and that works at the VA helping our veterans. <laughs> I salute you, sir. I don't know what else it does, but um, anyway. I'm so, sorry, are you accusing me of hating our troops? I I just, I feel like you're a little indifferent about our troops at this moment. Uh, I mean, I'm not dealing right I, now. I didn't know you had levels I have levels of, of Avengers. Anyway. Come on. Anyway. At this point, he's a new recruit. Oh, I would close... I would consider him a new Avenger. Okay. But not a B level. Who would you consider a B level Avenger? You know what I wouldn't consider oh, any of the Avengers. You are B-level so politic. Avenger. Sorry, and I've been watching vote, Shakespeare, so when you vote for me. Oh god. <laughs> but it's just it's a good fight. Mm-hmm. And you see that Scott can fight. Yeah. And he can maneuver the suit right. and do what he needs to do to yeah. kind of get what he needs to get. Mm-hmm. Do what he needs to do to get, get what, what he, he needs, needs to, to get. get. I like that. Yeah. 
We also see throughout the movie that Hope, uh, Evangeline Lilly, by the way, really good job. Yeah. I really enjoyed her in this oh, movie. Oh, no, she was good. She was no Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. <laughs> oh, God. I had no questions about her having that one. Yeah. Um, Sorry, but throughout yeah. the movie, we see her basically saying that she's capable of right. using the Ant Man suit. She wanted, yeah. To do she didn't right. want. She was very against Scott Lang because, oh, you're a criminal, right? But also, she feels like she's the natural heir to right. the, the Ant Man suit. Um, and really, we end up seeing, you know, we hear about what really happened to her mother, and she's which, never heard that before. Yeah, which she finds out for the first right. time too. So we see that the reason Hank doesn't want her to put the suit on is because that's how his wife, yeah. Which actually makes her... deep shit. But then, which actually makes her actually like Hank more because he was doing it out of love. Right. And not out of, he doesn't like me because she had all this hurt daddy feeling. Yeah. Um, Also, my notes here um, mention Thomas the Train, which made me remember probably... The the fight scene between Ant Man and, and Yellow Jacket in um Scott's daughter's room Cassie's is room. hilarious. Well, because they the do way that it was scenes. shot, so they shoot it like it's really small, and everyone's fighting, and so you see Ant Man and Yellow Jacket fighting, and it looks like a regular fight, fight. and then they zoom out to see and it's what a Cassie toy train. sees, and it's yeah, it's like there's this is, tiny little pew pew. There's this fun little scene where. Something happens to Yellow Jacket and he's stuck on the track. He's standing on the track and, and the train uh, is coming at him. And it looks like I mean, all dramatic. Like and then you, it pans out and you just see the train hit him and fall over because it's just like a little well, plastic train. when they shrink because of their suits and everything, when they shrink, they stole the same power yeah. that they have as a grown adult. Yeah. Just And so the train, it would be like a train hitting me. Yeah. You know? And it just, it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, a toy train hitting you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or a real it's train. It's not like a real it's train this. hitting you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I take that back. I agree. So that was just a really fun, cool scene. Well, that's the thing. They even, the fight scenes are fun. Yeah. Everything is fun. There's some dramaticness. Yeah. At moments. Darian Cross gets a... Darian Cross. Darian Cross. Right? Darian? Darren. Darren. (laughs) Darian Lake uh, Cross. Uh, But Cross gets like a little... He gets like over dramatic. Yeah. He's he's a very stereotypical villain. Yeah. Who likes to really let everyone know his plan and really talk about it. The thing that I liked about him was that he was like... Up until kind of the end, I would mm-hmm. say, he's he's very, like, subtly, like, on the edge of sanity. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the entire time. I mean, he's not, like, completely insane the no, whole time, but he... you can see him, like, like teetering, really, like, teetering, like mm. holding on on the inside by, like, yes. his fingernails to his sanity, yes. which I thought was a really, because, I mean, usually, you know, superhero villains are... I mean, the the stereotype of them is just being, like, out-and-out out insane or out-and-out out evil. And he's just... You can see that he's, like, fighting his insanity and, like, trying to appear right. like he's like a, a normal sane person. A normal so sane person. So, I thought... It's funny because I don't want to say it's subtle because you can definitely see it, but I think as an actor... Like, yeah, I know he does a nice yeah. job showing just the... 
glimpse of crazy. Like he's he's a genius, clearly, right. because he figured out the the pin right. particle. Well, he also found the research. Well, he found some of it, but yeah. he still had to like you know. Mm. So he's clearly you know a genius level um, scientist guy, yeah. but he's clearly not well. No, so he does he does a really yeah yeah. He, he does a really So nice while, character. you know, his character ends up being a stereotypical villain in that he, like, puts on the suit and now he's all... Reminded me a lot of Doc Ock, just the look of it. But oh, also of like, But also, like, he, how crazy he got, kind of, at the right. end. Um, but, yeah, so... Yeah. But I, the actor, whatever, whatever his face is... Right. What have I seen him in? House of Cards? Nope. Uh, he was in that movie with the Tina Fey and Jason Bateman. And um, Jane Fonda with the the funeral one. Yeah, yeah. That, oh yeah, yep. He was one of the. That's a good movie. He was one of the siblings, right? Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. That's a really good movie. I kind of want to watch that again. Yeah, not for this podcast though. No. Um, Unless he put maybe he puts up maybe I just don't remember him putting on the yellow jacket suit in the movie. Yeah. Um. I mean, besides like some some cool casting choices like Judy Greer as his well, ex-wife Judy and Judy Greer in anything. I love Judy right? Greer. And Bobby Cannavale as yes. um as her new boyfriend. Yep. Or a new husband. He's engaged. Okay. According to this right. article. Um and but then yeah. also like the whole like, you know, Michael Peña and T. I. Mm-hmm. and um the other, guy. the other guy, what's his name? David Dastmalkian. He was that he was in the Dark Knight. He was that uh, cop who the joke the one the yes. big cop that the Joker wanted to kill got to kill um Yeah. Yes. Um, I remember it during mm-hmm. the funeral yep. procession yep. thing. And he's the one who gets interrogated yeah. by Batman. So yeah, so this is just there's a lot of great people in this movie. Again, like it's a fun movie, right? It really is just yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. It's kind of lighthearted given yes. some of the things that it, happen. It's very lighthearted. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot of jokes, but there's also again great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't think there was much sexual chemistry between Hope and Scott. No, um, <laughs> no I, I I I see what you. I get what you're saying. I don't think it has to ooze sexual chemistry. No, and then but I, think... I wasn't shocked that they were kissing at the end, but maybe also I expected it. Yeah. Because because of... they're going to be in there, the wasp. Yes. yes. I nailed it. I was like, well, because I kept, when this, when I first saw the poster for this movie, I started calling it Ant-Man and um, Wasp Lady, and now I can't stop. So... <laughs> wasp Lady? What, Wasp Woman? That's hard to no, say. No, her name's just the Wasp. I know. Well, why isn't his name just the Ant? So it's got to have man in it. Because that's like a fucking representational dick just hanging out there in the superhero name. Has to be Ant-Man. That's how come she couldn't be Ant-Man. I'm sorry. Oh, Hal's very upset. Hal, Hal's apologizing for all Come on, you couldn't follow that. that with me? No, I can't. I you can't. I get it. I get it now. Oh, my God. Whew. Well, like Spider-Man. Well, I, I, Superman. Batman. I know. I get it. <laughs> well, I guess we could go with Catwoman. See? Wonder, Lady Wasp. Wonder Wasp Woman. Lady. Yeah. Hit Girl. Black Widow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> 
<laughs> Big Daddy. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Okay. That movie, too. So, um, we really, we did enjoy this movie. We did. And, we and did. I know that, like, I kind of said earlier that I didn't want to talk about it. But it's just, I mean, besides me saying it's a great movie, like, it's hard to... to because, again, like you said, it's a heist movie, so even though there's, like, superhero stuff in it, it doesn't feel... I think this is one of the movies where it feels connected. way more genre-y than even the other movies well, no, that are genre-y. this movie, there's no... Honestly, is not... Doesn't feel... Con- except for S.H.I.E.L.D. in the yeah. beginning. And... And Hydra. And, and Falcon. Right. It doesn't, and, yeah, the Hydra thing kind of just felt like it was thrown in but there. But it just doesn't feel as connected to the Marvel Universe. Not not in a bad way. Right. Like, they, the people exist and they know that and everything yeah. like that. But there's no Infinity Gems. Right. There's no... I mean, except for Falcon, there's no... Yeah. So I guess, I guess there is, but it's just like every other movie, Guardians, is genre E space, but there's an affinity step, j- stone. Gem, stone in the movie. Like yeah. there's the, it, this just doesn't have, this is just yeah. a movie. Right. You know? It, yeah. It doesn't feel as connected, right. but I don't feel like that's a bad thing. Oh, no, no, it's I'm just okay like with that. In the context of but this podcast why, right. episode, it's difficult to talk that, about. That's yeah. really what I think it is. Yeah. It's just, even with Guardians, we could talk about, well, you know, they're fine. The gem, and they're doing this, and I think it's the Nova Core and all that. Aww, but yeah, Nova Core, which yeah. are great, and everyone's happy, still alive, uh, still rocking it. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's just this is a good movie. If I needed to rate this movie, I would give it an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's talk about. So there's a post credit scene where basically we see the Wasp Lady outfit. Um, Hank is showing. Um, Hope, the wasp outfit, and he says that it's a prototype that he and her mother were working on um, at the time of her mother's subatomic disappearance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. That's really I just good. came up with that. Oh, okay. um, so clearly, this is setting up Ant Man and the Wasp Lady. That's going to happen. Um, I'm, it's it's going to be a thing, and I'm going to make okay. it happen. Um, and then apparently, there's a second post credit scene that I did not make a note of and I can't remember what it is. But it has Captain America and Buffy in it? Yeah. Captain America finds Bucky? Well, because it has to lead to Civil War, which Captain America and Bucky both yeah. play a big part in. Um, okay, so we took a little break and we <laughs> had to look it up. Because I, I think we stopped the movie before. Oh, no. Because no, we, we watched didn't. it on, like, FX but and they, we didn't see it. We did see it. No. No, because they show the post credit scenes right before the credits. I don't remember it. But I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyway, it's a, it's literally a scene from Civil War. No. no. Yes? No. No. What? This, this is not a scene from Civil War. It's the post credits of this. It's not a scene from Civil War. Yes, it is. It's literally a scene from Civil War. It's when... It's when... This is going to give a lot of, away from well, then Civil War. Don't do it then. Don't but anyway, it's a scene from Civil okay. War, and Bucky's there, and there's Falcon, and there's Captain, um, America. Captain America. And Captain America and Falcon are talking about... Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot that has to do with, the, with Civil War, but basically they're talking about how they need help and Falcon says that, oh my god, I'm going to fucking punch you. Why? You're I, giving me that look. 
I'm going to explain it to you no. after. You know what? I'm going to pause this and I'm going to explain it to you. Okay, so we've paused it again. We had a little therapy episode. I've explained why I think that it's part of, it's an actual scene from Civil War. And Parker disagrees. We're actually going to be watching that movie in a little bit. So I will be eating crow in the next episode if I was wrong. But anyway, so Falcon basically tells Captain America that he knows a guy and he's referring to Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's kind of in the vein of the end of Doctor Strange, the post credit scene of Doctor Strange with Thor coming in. Because that was kind of a scene from Thor Ragnarok. You know, oh, I'm right, aren't I? Yes, I am. I'm right. Write it down, people. Wait, no. <laughs> it's fine, okay? You just never believe anything I say, well, and I that's just, okay. It just seems weird that they would put a post credit scene. But they did the same thing with the post credit scene for Doctor Strange. When Thor comes and says he needs help finding his brother. And right. they almost it's almost an exact replay of that scene in Thor Ragnarok. Which, I mean, obviously, we're not going to be able to prove that for a little while. No. Yeah. Is that it? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. When he fills up his beer. Right, but that's not a scene in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But he finds Loki on Asgard. All right. Okay. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. You know what? This has nothing to do with Ant-Man. Oh my god, this episode is so... It's like fucking a puzzle that just got ripped apart. Um, There's pieces everywhere. (laughs) But I was right about that being a scene from Civil War. Anyway, you're like, yes, fine, you were right, I get it. I understand. I just, I hate it when you don't believe me. I wouldn't think they would do that. (laughs) So I would do. All right. That's not how I would have made them. So I think throughout this podcast, we've already said enough fun facts about this movie. Well, I have right issues. You know, I have a fun fact. Uh, Did you know? Did you know that this whole movie leads to Civil War? Okay, so my fun fact is that um, in June 2012, um, it was between Paul Rudd and Joseph Gordon-Levitt for the role of Scott Lang. Oh. Could you imagine? I can't imagine. I mean, at this point, I can't imagine anybody well, except Paul Rudd. But, but, yeah. Well, and I think because Paul Rudd wrote some of this, too. But also, right. doesn't this feel like a very Paul Rudd yep. character? Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. But, but I don't know. Joseph Gordon-Levitt does funny. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Remember Don John? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, when he meets Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh my god, it's all coming together. Yeah. So anyway, our next um, episode is going to be about um, Captain America Civil War, and I think we're going to be able to talk a lot more about yes. that. Yes, we're also not... I mean, we watched this before Infinity War. We watched this like two weeks ago. Only two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. No. I've seen Infinity War twice since yeah, well, we just watched this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we watched it the night before. Yeah. Infinity oh, War. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're really right? Guilty. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez. So, um, yeah, so, you know, Civil this is War, kind of phase a... Phase 3. Yeah. Civil War starts off Phase 3, and very excited for it. 
It's a great movie. So yeah. it's almost like an Avengers three. Well, yeah, it's like everyone says, we get. I, I'm sorry. That's I was just pointing it out. Oh my god, you rolled your eyes. I hope they stick that way. So I'm gonna go murder Parker. Um, this I'm is my eat, confession. I'm gonna eat some pizza. <laughs> um, I've 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 kind of been Allison today. I've been Parker. Yeah, yeah. you were Parker. I've been oh very my god, you were Parker. Today. All right. Well, this was it's super fun here. <laughs> Thank you.